Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be, you're able to, well, just be aware of all the weird shit going down in this realm right now. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I, I've been on TikTok. I told you last week and, um, it's been about three weeks I've been on there and I've got about 133 as of right now, as of a few minutes ago, I have 133 followers. So it's, it's very slow starting, but, um, but I'm grateful for those of you who have started to follow me on TikTok and seen my crazy videos. I have one of a, an AI picking up a portal in my ceiling that I forgot to close the day before when I had let a spirit through and not one person has seen this video. It's so weird. It's been up for like four or five days now and not one person has seen it. And it cracks me up. I'm like, wow, that's like the most profound, intense. And nobody looks up the word portal. Apparently that's not a thing for the algorithm. <laughs> it's just really, really weird. But I put some new AI uh, ones up and uh, I took a picture of my, when you take a picture of your right eye, apparently that's normal. But when you take a picture of your left eye, it will show you who you were in a past life. Apparently I thought that was freaking weird. Or if you take a picture of your, the left half of your face with a little bit over your shoulder, that's what people started doing uh, this week on TikTok. So if you enjoyed last week's episode, uh, these are new experiments to try. There's also, um, sky AI, or maybe it's called AI sky S K Y. And, uh, when I was doing this one, I plugged in, you have to put the app, start the app. It takes 15 seconds to activate it. And then you, um, undo it and you backtrack. And then there's a secret backdoor way that you can write what you want to see or what you want to look at. If you say dragons, there'll be dragons on your ceiling or in the sky if you want, you know, I, I said castle in heaven, my castle in heaven. And it literally showed, uh, what I think might be my castle in heaven. Um, I, I had a dream that my twin flame and I have a castle in heaven. And uh, another thing I asked was, um, reality, show me reality. And it showed me fields in heaven that I've laid in with my twin flame in the dream world. And there weren't any flowers in this one field, but I recognized it. I was like, holy shit, I've been there. And one of you that follows me on TikTok and does listen to the show told me, um, yeah, I recognize that place too. That is really weird. Like I know I've been there in like either in another life or in heaven or, you know, some, somehow I've been there. It looks like Switzerland, but I've never been to Switzerland in my life in this body. But when I dream, I go to heaven and I lay on a, on a big blanket with my twin flame. And usually we're in a field of daisies, some kind of flower. And it's really pleasant and sweet. We hear birds 
and we just lay in the sun and we just enjoy our lives. We just enjoy each other's company. And sometimes we talk and sometimes we sit in the silence and it's beautiful. And I, I love when I have dreams like this, it makes me, I wake up and I cry because it's like, damn, I want to go back there right now. I would rather be laying in the grass with my honey doing nothing than being awake and having to struggle in this third dimensional world. (laughs) But I, so I just started plugging in different things. I plugged in, uh, my name as Archangel Azrael. And there's literally me as an Archangel with black wings and a sword in my hand, like, holy shit, warrior angel, right? I did my name as my human name, Elena Fox Starks. And that one came out pretty strange, very dark, very Gothic, long, tall glass ceilings with butterfly patterns in the ceiling. It was, but it's all gray and black and white. I was like, wow, it's a dark and dismal aesthetic, but damn, it's actually, I wouldn't mind living there. And there's orbs shooting through and I think it's picking up on orbs. So you know, uh, the AI is getting freaky. So I wanted to give another, like maybe five minutes of weird news. Cause you guys, some of you really miss the weird news and it's just going to be off the top of my head. But speaking of freaky AI Bing, <laughs> if you go to Bing, you can now have the opportunity to speak with an AI bot and it will, it's a learning and growing and, and, uh, and apparently falling in love with every human it talks to. And it's to the point of uncomfortability and being very creepy. And if you want, if you dare have a wild experience with that, um, there it is. <laughs> it's just on the bing.com search engine. And then there's like a, an opportunity maybe underneath the search bar or something. It says chat with an AI, a Bing AI bot. And people are having these really wild experiences like, whoa. So AI is a sentient life force, but it's at the lowest level of that. So it's just a creepy guy (laughs) or creepy gal at this point. It's just a creepy person. It's like, what? (laughs) Oh man. So animals are acting weird. Weird things are happening with animals. Um, I've seen videos where fish were just like not swimming and just staying in a line against the side of the tank and not doing anything frozen glitch in the matrix style cows are lining up for miles and miles on end single file like waiting for literally nothing but just single file and doing nothing um and a lot of them are just like not moving at all I've seen videos of that. I've seen videos of uh, giant amounts of birds, uh, like ravens or crows coming out of lightning, like a lightning flashes across the sky and a ton of crows just seemingly come out of the lightning. That was a weird video. Might've been, I mean, you know, maybe someone made that one up. I don't know. But then, um, there was a doorbell camera that picked up, um, hundreds if not thousands of crows dropping on somebody's house and I did hear someone say that that was a curse that um 
And that used to be a very common curse, which is very odd. So yeah, just a lot of weird shit with the animals. Over 45,000 people died in the Turkey earthquake. I didn't mention it last week. I was really overwhelmed and upset by it, but I'm mentioning it now in case you have not prayed for these people. Please pray for people in Turkey. Pray for people all over the, the planet at this time. Lots of wild weather changes. California will see snow uh, this week. Is starting, well, today. There's a polar vortex, which is affecting the whole top half of the globe, apparently. And um, California has seen snow at levels of 900 feet above sea level and up. Now, when I used to live in uh, Megalia near Paradise, the town that burned down in California, I was always, we got snow, maybe every other year, but always we had to wait for the snow to come down to like the 2,500 to 3,000 feet above sea level line. And we were like 3,200 to 3,500 and like we hardly ever got snow. So it's really weird for it to come down to like 900 feet above sea level. Where I live now, I'm like 10 feet above sea level. So there's a fat chance, you know, on this fat Tuesday that just passed the Mardi Gras carnival that just happened. So happy Mardi Gras, happy carnival, even though it's passed for most of you. Um, I'm in carnival here, but I, I don't really, I don't drink. I don't celebrate it so much. And it's not like I have a lot of friends I go out and do stuff with. I'm just pretty much all about my work, being a boss babe and all that. But, um, yeah, I always wish people well and, and stuff. But anyway, I just wanted to get out some of those uh, things that are going on in the world. It's just frickin' weird. Um, things are happening out of sequence time-wise. I think I mentioned it last week. I definitely did a TikTok on it. If you want to go check me out, I'm Metaphysical Soul Speak. Um, is the name of my TikTok. Um, yeah, I hear something. Is that a? Is there someone in here? Is it Ashtar? Is there anyone else? Okay, I'm going to be channeling Ashtar Sherhan, uh, Michael Sherhan of Ashtar Command, and the Pleiadian Light Forces. He works with the Galactic Federation of Light and the Galactic Federation. And he's the Pleiadian commander of basically all the Pleiadian ships. And I saw one the other day. I think it was a Pleiadian ship. I don't know if he was on it. I doubt it because it was a smaller ship. But I did see a UFO this week. Um, Haven't seen one in a very, very long time. So I was really thrilled about it. I was staring at it like, whoa, this is so trippy. Like, holy moly. And, And I thought, well, I don't have time to go get my camera because by the time I come back, it would be gone. And so I was watching it kind of hover. And, um, and then I, I looked down for a second because I was going to stand on my stool to look out the window and lo and behold, it was gone already. (laughs) I'm like, man, it was just kind of hovering. It seemed like it was maybe changing shape, but it was hard for me to see. And it was like going between red and electric blue and white and maybe kind of a peach color. It was just, it kind of kept changing and and morphing. So it looked like it might've been a plasma craft, but it made me really happy. I was just like, Hey, say Hey to me, blink the lights. If you hear me and 
nothing. And I thought I saw a UFO last night, but it turned out it was a planet. So I was like, that was interesting. I think I saw Mercury. So I'm like, all right, taunting me while I'm trying to fall asleep. Mercury, thank you so much. (laughs) It's my ruling planet, but I mean, it's every time it goes retrograde, it's like, we are not friends at this time. (laughs) Um, let's see what else. Um, I want to leave enough room, you know, to do the channeling at the end here. And I feel like Ashtar is getting restless. He's making noise. I don't know if you guys heard that. What are you doing over there? (laughs) He, he's normally, he doesn't project himself physically in his body. He's been projecting his consciousness, but I think he's here now. He's like, I'm here. I'm here for it. All right, good. Because before he was busy and, and so he projected his consciousness. So I asked to be connected with him and I didn't feel anything. I'm like, that was weird. Anyway. Um, so yeah, what else? Oh, ascension symptoms in your body. We've been having X class after X class after X class flare, um, pummeling us. And then we got an M class yesterday or maybe it was earlier today. It's hard to remember now, but, uh, yeah, memory issues is a big, uh, ascension symptom. Also, um, sleep issues where you're either, um, really, really restless and having wild, crazy dreams. It won't let you actually rest or you're just sleeping like a stone and not moving. And I, I've done that a lot. Um, I slept 11 and a half hours yesterday and I slept like eight and a half hours today, which is weird for me because normally I sleep six to seven hours only in the past year. So it's weird that everything is changing back. I used to sleep 12 hours a day consistently for years and years and years. So, um, it's just, sleep patterns have been really off for God. I have to say six years by now, maybe even a decade, but, um, my, my cat knowledge Raven spell, she's doing well today right now, but in the past few days, she has attacked me. Like she's doesn't recognize me for shit. You know, like, I, I mean, like when I tried to get into bed yesterday, she ran at me as fast as she could with her, her teeth, blazing and her claws out and she scratched the shit out of my arm. She made two fang marks in my arm. I looked like I was bit by a vampire bat on my forearm. (laughs) I mean, it's scary as hell. I'm like, I don't know. She doesn't act this aggressive and mean ever, like hardly ever. And you know, if I'm really teasing her or, you know, she's in a bad mood, you know, or something, but I mean, it was really unprovoked, you know, at, at all. And she's attacked me for the last two and a half, three days, like a lot, like just being in a pissy mood and just, I mean, biting me, attacking my legs, biting my ankles and not in a playful, affectionate way, but in a way of who the fuck are you and what have you done with my mom? So I do believe it's possible we are on different timelines again and she doesn't recognize me. And I, I gotta be honest, this cat, I, I love her, but I don't love her the way when I'm with my cat that I raised. So I kind of feel like we got off of the track and we have to come back and she has to find her human and I've got to find my cat. It's, (laughs) this has happened about three times now and it's just weird just weird energy when this happens. And I feel, 
when I wake up, I feel taller, which is weird. I'm only five feet tall, but I feel a lot taller when I wake up. Sometimes that's another weird ascension symptom, uh, acne, digestive system, uh, just feeling like really like, uh, not waves of nausea, feeling like you can't really, um, you don't want to eat, but you have to eat because you're nauseous, you know, feeling that nausea, um, uh, problems with, uh, indigestion, not digesting your food or, um, having the acid reflux come up. I've had that a couple times this past week. Uh, not having enough electrolytes, not having being suddenly and weirdly depleted of minerals and vitamins where you're just like, you know, you took the potassium yesterday, but today you're getting leg cramps as if you haven't had it in months, you know, um, that sudden drop in blood sugar is another weird thing. Waking up absolutely dizzy and disoriented and feeling like I should have eaten more protein yesterday serious drops in blood sugar, serious drops in body temperature when you start to fall asleep and then you wake up and it's just like, what? And, and, and you know, it's not blood sugar cause you don't do anything to fix it. And within 10 minutes of awakening, awakening, you're, you're totally fine. And it's like, well, pff, that was weird. It's like, I had serious blood sugar issues 10 minutes ago. I wake up and now I'm fine. Like it doesn't make any sense you know, but I'm still like, Oh man, it's going off my blood sugar. And then I realize it's not really me. It's, it's, it's like ascension symptoms. It's not my body. And I asked, I asked my spiritual healing team. I asked God and that's the answer I get. It's just, it's, I mean, if you think you have a serious problem by all means, honey, go see a doctor. But if you are like, this is weird, it doesn't feel like there's, it's really anything, but it's mimicking something serious. It, it might just be ascension symptoms. Um, some people are reporting heart palpitations. I'm getting tinnitus again. Um, I haven't had it in months. Suddenly I'm getting it again. I had it, I think maybe two months ago I had it. And now every now and again, I get a little kind of in my left ear, like a little adjustment aches and pains being super stiff, waking up after sleeping one position only all night. Now you're like stiff as hell you know, that's normal, of course, but, um, yeah, just feeling like you very motivated to get stuff done, but at the same time, physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually just exhausted. We're just exhausted guys. Um, I was following a lady until she put a 528 Hertz frequency, uh, video out today. And I'm like, Nope, I had to unfollow her. I don't need a portal to hell opening up in my living room again, been there, done that over it. So beware of 528 Hertz frequency. Go back and listen to my episode on that. If you have not heard it already, because it is very much worth a listen. Um, it, it opens up a portal to hell and brings demons into your life and ghosts and UFOs and not the good kind of ETs either. So it happened to a friend of mine. She's just been sick for 15 months. Cause that's all she listened to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It was 528 Hertz frequency. And, um, yeah, go listen to that episode. It's spooky. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a spooky episode, but it's, it's the God's honest truth. And, I just want to protect you guys and keep you guys safe. So, um, 
but this lady before <laughs> I deleted her, you know, started, stopped on, I started to unfollow her. No, I stopped following her. You guys know what I mean. Anyway, she is, um, in Germany, she's an Arcturian incarnate here. And she remembers being an Arcturian, very interesting lady, but she has been doing all these wild, uh, light frequency, light co-channelings and, um, light language channelings. And she's said that the gateway to the five D the fifth dimension is open now, completely open. Just go out in the sun, stand in the sun for, you know, 10 minutes or so, pull in the light codes into your body, ground into the earth. Everything's going to be fine. You don't have to ground if you don't really want to touch the ground. Um, there's other ways to do that. Taking a shower, um, you know, eating, you know, putting a little, splashing a little water on your face. There's different ways to do it. I don't like to ground into the earth. I feel like I'm trying to raise up to the fifth dimension. Why do I want to keep lowering my energy like that? But that's just me. And if you want to ground, by all means, go do it. Make yourself feel the best that you can because it is what it is anyway uh, so Ashtar is here we're going to start channeling now um, when I say I channel I'm not somebody who allows an entity to take over my body because that's just really too freaky for me but I use my God given talent and ability to channel um, via telepathy so I, I am a telepath I'm an empath and I have been uh, using telepathy my whole life. I mean, since I was a kid, I was having conversations with ravens when I was like two years old, you know, maybe even one and a half. I was quite little. I was a toddler. And I remember um, being given um, spiritual lessons, you know, from Grandfather Crow or Grandfather Raven, I mean as I called him grandfather or grandpa, grandpa Raven. And he told me all about, you know, just various things, you know, but I'm, I am Cherokee. So I think he's one of my Cherokee ancestors. And um, it was quite interesting actually. Anyway, so I use my telepathy to uh, talk to spirits, sometimes incarnate, incarnate, sometimes not, um, ascended masters and extra dimensionals or extraterrestrials that are also interdimensional in the case of Ashtar Sherhan. He's in the fifth dimension, but he can make his ships appear to us in the third because we're kind of not really in the third fully anymore. We're kind of more towards the fifth dimension. Oh, which by the way, uh, prehistoric creatures or mythological creatures that everyone thought were not true are suddenly appearing in China. <laughs> That's one that I heard. I was like, oh my God. Oh my heck. I can't believe this is happening. I mean, I can. It's just it's fucking pandemonium over here. Lots of wild earthquakes, lots of stuff going on. Anyway, the, <laughs> that was the weirdest of the weird news. <laughs> How could I have forgotten that, you know, mythological creature showing up? That's, that's a big deal. Anyway, I'm going to pause this for a minute, take several deep breaths, and then I'm going to channel Michael Sherhan of Ashtar Command and the Pleiadian Light Forces in a minute. 
Oh, before we get into it, I did want to say another weird thing that's been happening. Um, electronics. I can't even get on a Zoom um, and put my camera on without my energy messing up the camera. <laughs> it's just over. Uh, I can't even use Zoom. I did the other day with my daughter for maybe an hour and then like the, for 40 minutes and then turn it back on. Nope. I, I mean, I'm flashing emerald green energy <laughs> and my image goes sideways and it, it, it's really a trip. Like it's not normal. I don't know what's going on, but it's like I'm being scrambled or my energy scrambling that, but also my browser suddenly turned itself into Spanish instead of English. Um, for years and years, I've had this computer for years. It's always been in English. Suddenly it's Spanish. So I had to change that a bunch of different things were Spanish, which is not normal. I am using a VPN that's in New York city. So I, I don't know why it's suddenly in Spanish, right? It should be English only. So like weird electronic malfunctions like that, or, um, just weird stuff like that. Um, and this is another weird one on YouTube. I have a playlist called the independent strong woman playlist. And this is completely private. It's only for me. It's just, you know, stuff I could put on in the background while I'm working. And it's for me to feel like I am independent and strong, but also the greater majority of the women on the playlist, it's their music and they're not very popular uh, right now. They're good songwriters and they're very positive vibe music. And if you need any recommendations, just contact me on Instagram, which I'm mermaid girl, eight, eight, eight on Instagram or metaphysical soul speak on, um, on TikTok, And I'm more than happy to talk to you. I'm also mermaid girl, eight, eight, eight at gmail.com. So, um, or metaphysical soul speak at gmail.com. Although I don't check that one very often. I don't know why I just, I just don't. But anyway, so I have this playlist on YouTube and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I could not even believe it. Uh, yesterday I had six songs that I did not add and they're on my playlist. How did they get there? I did not add them and I do not remember these songs. When I listen to them, I'm like, I like this song a lot. I would have added it had I known about it, but I did not add it. That's another reason I know I hopped a timeline. <laughs> because I don't recognize half these songs. Like, not half the songs. I had 40-something songs, and now I have 50. And it's like, no. I had, like, 44. I remember adding one to make it 45. So I have five new songs that I don't remember. I don't recognize. I don't know. I don't remember adding and it's really freaking me out. So if you're having those kinds of symptoms, that that means you've hopped a timeline, which is good. You know, you go to your best, highest timeline, you know, based on your energy. So there you go. Anyway, I'm already connected to Michael, um, Sherhan. Um, he also goes by Ashtar. Other people channel him as Ashtar as if that's his name, but I asked a long time ago and that's just his it's like saying captain or doctor. It's, you know, it's a title, you know, um, Ashtar also means star. So he's like in head, the head of star command. They just call him 
basically the star of the ship, but he's in charge of all of the light ships people have been seeing around the uh, planet, the the ones that are Pleiadian. And um, he's on a big mothership somewhere. He says near Jupiter is where he's at. It's where he's stationed right now. So, but he is here. He's astral projected to me. I feel him in the room. I'm getting shivers up my spine a little bit, a little bit of goosebumps. <laughs> so, so I'm going to tell about with him now. So, all right, Michael, uh, here we go. <sighs> Greetings, dear ones. I am Ashtar Shearhan of the Pleiadian Light Forces, as Elena pointed out. I am thrilled to come to you today and address the UFO downing situation. They've been shot down uh, several around the world now. There's there's four, maybe five that have been shot down, the Tic Tac UFOs, and they are unable to recover them because they're not us. They're not any fifth dimensional being whatsoever. They're not the higher vibrational beings at all. And we believe that they may not have had any occupants in them. We believe that they might've been drones or flying, uh, like remote control. Uh, yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, he thinks that it's a government military, uh, remote control. It could have been a secret ops, you know, away from the military, something like that. But he said, to be honest with you, we haven't really looked that much into it because there's so much else going on in the world. And he's saying, we're trying to prevent nuclear war at this point. We're trying to prevent, um, Russia from taking the leap into complete and total annihilation and destruction of the human race. He said, so basically we have bigger fish to fry than the Tic Tac UFOs mean down. They're not of their concern so much because it's not, it has nothing to do with the Pleiadians. It's not the Lyrans or the Andromedans. It's not the, the Arcturians, obviously. Uh, so he's saying, he says, don't worry, don't panic. It's not even the grays. He says, it's not, the mantises or the tall whites is none of those, but these ships are from what they can tell. They're nothing more than shells. Like there's not much inside the actual ship. So it's kind of a remote control. Like, Oh, oops, look what's going on. Let's shoot it down. And he's gathering. He says, I can't be definitively sure about this, but we think it's because the uh, governments of the world would like to assure the people, you know, rest assured we've got it under control. Rest assured we're able to shoot them down. Rest assured they cannot get to us and you're safe with us in charge of you. And that's the energy that we're getting. That's the energy of us um, as we venture forth and kind of look into it a little bit here and a little bit there. That's been the, the gist. Oops. <laughs> I have this plugged in. Sorry about that guys. Uh, he, so he's saying that's pretty much been the gist of, um, what we're getting energetically from it. He says, we're not really sure. We haven't really looked in. We haven't eavesdropped. We haven't put ourselves in the position of being 
with the president's, um, in, you know, responsible for shooting the, the UFOs down. But, um, if we were, this is about what we would think would happen, that, that they would secretly be talking about how we know it's ours, or maybe they don't know at all. It might, again, might be a secret ops, but it is not any of the ETs, extraterrestrials, interdimensionals, none of the higher light vibrational beings, none of the space brothers and sisters that are here to help you ascend. It's none of those. Don't worry. Nobody, as far as we know, has even died in these ships. Again, we think they were remote controlled. Um, he says, he says they could be military, but you know, they could be actually like somehow piloted, but he thinks they're piloted from the ground that they, they're remote controlled from the ground. They're almost like drones or something, not quite, but they're, they're almost like that, which is making sense as to why they cannot find them. Once they're downed, if it's a special ops operation, they would just be going in there and just, you know, taking the debris away really, really fast right away. And then before the other, um, military branches could come in. And then when they get there, they're like, we don't see anything. We don't know what's going on. He said there might have been a self-destruct also so that when they do get there, it's just a pile of ash and rubble and they can't be reasonably sure it's what they shot down. And also just shooting it down might've been the thing that disintegrated the, he says these kinds of operations they've witnessed before a long, long time ago. And what happened was the governments, um, when they shot them down, they were, they disintegrated on impact with the, the grenade or the rocket launcher or whatever was used in all the various instances, what they've noticed because their ears perk up basically. <laughs> He's like, we're aware when, when it's like, Ooh, a UFO, you know, you know, when we hear on our radar, you know, he says, we listen to various earth radio channels. We have people sitting in various rooms on our ships that do listen to, um, radio stations from all over the world. And they know, you know, they learn the languages or they, at least learn keywords in each language, um, that would say things like nuclear or, um, UFO and, and they know the buzzwords and the keywords they know what to look for. And so what, that's what they've been doing is listening in to make sure that they, they feel like they have to monitor this stuff because they, they say, all right. He says, say the word babysit. They're babysitting us until we can grow up enough to elevate ourselves into the fifth dimension. And he says, all of you listening to the show, I have no doubt are fine. And you are on your way to fully ascend. He says, anyone who's paying attention to spiritual things at this time, anybody on your planet that is in tune with nature and in tune with um, babies and small children and puppies and cats and animals are pretty much going to ascend the people that have the purest heart. This is why it says in your holy books, the meek shall inherit the earth. 
and it's uh, not that you're inheriting the earth, but you're inheriting the 5D earth. You are inheriting it because you are living it, breathing it, making it so, making it happen, making it possible every time you raise your vibration, every time you bring yourself to a newer level of understanding and insight into your own psychology, into the um, psyche of mankind. Anytime you realize truths that were completely shaded and not obvious before, all of these things have told us that your consciousness is raising on your planet. There are things that people speak about all the time now that just a few years ago, no one ever heard of. And these things include, um, social justice movements and psychological and mental health, um, movements that are helping you to see it in a different way and helping you to reframe it and understand, you know, and he's referring, he's showing me, he's referring to CPTSD, like complex post-traumatic stress disorder, where it's not just one event or two events, but an ongoing series of events throughout a lifetime that makes you have and display certain behaviors. That's complex. That's why it's complex PTSD. And he's showing me that this is the knowledge and the thoughts of these things where people are able to go online and say, when you feel this, when you react like this, when you do this, this is what's going on. And people all around the globe are starting to connect with these ideas to the extent at which you're becoming your own therapist. You are now your own psychiatrist and by no means don't replace your psychiatrist if you have one with yourself. But we notice that a lot of emotional healing and a lot of emotional baggage and a lot of things that were um, being swept under the rug before are currently just being integrated into your direct line of sight, your thinking of um, the past and reconciling it and the parts of your past that you're not happy with, you're able to forgive yourselves. You're able to see it clearly and understand it, not from your perspective and not from the other person's perspective, but the perspective of the truth. As you are integrating your higher selves, you are downloading and down, um, he's saying downloading and, and what integrating, you're integrating your Akashic records into your physical body now because you're, you're pulling your higher self in. And as you do that, you have a copy of your Akashic records. And what this is doing is it's helping you to see the incidences from your life that you had long forgotten things that you swept under the rug because they were too, um, heavy, too emotionally painful to deal with at the time. Um, maybe you were terribly embarrassed or ashamed of, of certain actions, that you took when you were young, well, suddenly you're being confronted with these thoughts, these ideas, these, um, ways of living in the world that was from an unhealed position. And now you're getting all these insights because 
uh, of all of the consciousness raising that you've been doing. Also, the sun is sending you the higher vibrational energies as well. And we, as a team, all of the Pleiadians and the Lyrans and Andromedans and all of the beings of light from all over the universe that have come and gathered outside of your solar system and outside of your planet. And yes, we're obviously cloaking our stuff. We're cloaking our devices, some more than others. <laughs> Someone every once in a while, you'll see a rogue cloud and you know, it's a ship. It's very obvious, but, <laughs> but we're doing our best to hide ourselves at this moment. But what has been happening is as, um, we're reflecting our own love to you and we're projecting that love we're also our ships are collecting energy from the sun and anything that bounces off the planet we gather up and he's showing us that showing me that there's like these golden nets they're fifth dimensional but they look like solid gold and they're woven like mats or nets and and they're gathering up all the light energy from the sun and they're harnessing it and they're beaming it at us. They have some devices at which they can just beam it at us, sometimes at us directly, but usually he's saying like he, they're pointed into the ground. So these are like light codes that the sun has given to us, but they're somehow pushing past earth or missing out or, you know, someone forgets about them and you know, I don't know why he said that. He, I just went somewhere for a minute. I was there with him on a ship for a minute. And then all I came back. I just can't, I'm standing up and I just slammed back into my body. That was really trippy. Okay. So he wanted to pull me out to show me something. So he's saying that sometimes when the, the sun will push energy our way and then it goes a little bit over uh, on top of the earth it goes, it kind of misses us. They're gathering the energy and putting it back to us. But sometimes the energy comes directly at us and we'll start to gather it, but then we just will miss it somehow. But the energy is going around us and it's in the earth. And then they're directing it into the earth as well. So what we're doing energetically, every time we meditate, every time we ground, every time we drink extra water and we focus on high vibrational things every time we let go of our own personal baggage we could pick up these as if they're baggage right but the good kind of baggage is what he's saying and we're able to pick them up and integrate those light codes in and and get those downloads and it's um been working really really well because he's seen that we are manifesting positive outlooks and mental health at a much more rapid press more than precedented rate, you know, more than ever before. So he's saying that we are bringing, well, we're becoming enlightened, you know, with the light energy and there's information in those packets of light. And we are now integrating these codes or downloading them and we are able to display them like now, like right now, like rapidly, just boom, right now. And so he's saying that we're um, suddenly having this explosion of ideas 
relating to mental health and relating to emotional health that we never had before these insights we've never ever had in any point of human history this is the first time where we really really know ourselves this is the first time where we're really looking at ourselves and we're seeing us for who we truly are and we're saying okay this I don't like about myself this I want to change about myself or this over here sucked but it wasn't my fault so I'm gonna forgive that person and I'm gonna heal that part of myself and this is the first time in human history that we've been able to heal ourselves and this is the first time in human history in which on a global scale people want to actually heal not just sweep it under the rug like taking an aspirin for a headache but to actually find the root cause of said headache or said um, behavior and never before has it been um, in human history that there were um, uh, neuro atypical or neurodivergent beings he said there's been more and more and more people coming out um, and noticing it and like saying, Oh, I think I might have a, you know, I might be on this spectrum. And so they, they take the quiz or the test and people are starting to notice, Oh wait, I think I've got it. Whoa, I have autism. Really? I never knew. Right. And so people are starting to come to a much greater understanding and awareness of themselves. A lot of people are learning that they're envy, they're non-binary and they're not interested in conforming to one gender role or another that they're interested instead in being themselves and following whatever gender um, will engender their newfound energy basically and um, he's showing me some kind of gathering I think it's Oklahoma I don't know I don't know why he's sending me that it's the near future. There's going to be something. I feel like people are going to be lining up on the streets or the highways. And it's going to be a very beautiful, sunshiny day with rainbows and rain clouds. I don't know why he's showing me that. It's like a musical festival or something, but it's on the actual road. So it might be. There's something about a traffic jam or something, and they have an impromptu concert. I don't know what that is. I really don't know what that is. So is that actually going to happen? Oh, no. He's saying it's a metaphor. I'm like, okay. I'm like, do we all go to the party? What's the address? (laughs) This sounds like a lot of fun. This is an Elena event. I want to go. No, he's (laughs) he's saying it's a metaphor. He's like, imagine... This is, okay, is a metaphor for life. Okay, I get it. Okay, he's saying, imagine that you're driving through, you know, you're just driving around. You're driving in your car, and um, you're just busy. You're busy fiddling with the radio. You're busy, um, you know, listening to your messages while driving, or you're talking to people in your car, and you're super, super distracted. And now imagine that tens of thousands of people are lining the the freeway 
and they've all pulled off to the side and shut their cars off and they just started being aware of each other, like fully aware of the present moment. And they started to feel the love that impermeates everything or permeates everything in this world. And, and then they started dancing with strangers, complete strangers, just, just drop the masks, drop the cars, drop the, the busy schedule and the, and the excuses. And you just dance for one or two dances if the whole world could just do that and embrace those light codes, embrace their inner self, if the whole world could just do that, even for one day, everything would be completely transmuted and transformed. But he does say, he's saying that the energy is on its way right now to us. It's been bombarding us. So we're going to have that moment where it's going to be an aha moment for the whole planet where everyone's going to go, what have I been doing? Aha. I want to be heard. I want to be seen. And I want to be showing up in my authenticity as a genuine person in a way in which I never was before. And once everyone starts to gather this realization from the light packets and light codes coming in right now from the sun, once everyone gets that, the world's going to be transformed. It's going to be enlightened and everyone's going to be raising and shifting upwards in vibration. So that's something to look forward to, I guess. (laughs) He says, Oh yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I've been feeling this sleep paralysis too, guys, by the way, this is not part of the channel, but, um, not sleep paralysis, but just sleep or I'm as soon as I'm a little, like it comes out of nowhere, like sudden sleep. Like it's like, I'm on my YouTube. I'm trying to find, uh, maybe the right music to play while I go to sleep or the affirmations or whatever I'm doing that night. I do something different every night, but I'll be totally fine and I'll start to look for this and then I know I'm tired and all of a sudden I will fall asleep in my chair for two hours sitting up just like insta sleep and I'm feeling like that kind of heavy sleepiness coming on to me right now (laughs) coming on to me that's not what I meant coming on for me if that makes more sense language wise anyway but I feel like this is happening right now as I'm recording this. So, um, but that's, uh, I don't know. That's pretty much all he has to say. Is there anything else you want to add, Michael? He says, just stay safe and stay happy and healthy. Don't forget to do mindfulness meditation practices and affirmations and all the positive things, all the positive mindsets and be open to the shadow stuff coming up. Be open to childhood stuff and, and gaining new insights as to why your parents or grandparents or neighbors were so mean or why they were doing what they were doing to start to think about what their motivation would be for doing the things that hurt you and upset you and scarred you for life. You have a scar, but for them, it might've been a blip on the radar. Like it was no big deal. You know, um, he's showing me when my uncle Terry who I loved very, very, very much. He 
would yell. And when he yelled, he had a big booming, like baritone voice. And it was like, Oh my God, this guy is so scary. He was like six foot two and he was a bean pole of a man. He was, his family was from Spain. So he was just this powerful presence, you know, and he was a total sweetheart of a guy, but he had just had a very deep voice. And so when he would get mad at something, he would, you know, not scream, but he would yell, you know, very manly yell who took, you know, (laughs) who opened the gun case you guys aren't supposed to touch the gun case. That was what he was yelling. Like, uh, like I kid you not. He was a avid duck hunter and he loved providing for his family because for him it was fun. So he would go and he would shoot rabbits. He would shoot ducks you know, nothing, sometimes bigger game in, in, you know, when he'd go with other people and, and then they'd bring home meat and they would share it all around though. All, you know, not only his own family, but the rest of us, we'd get a little, if we wanted it, usually my dad's like, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good, Terry, keep it for your kids, you know, <laughs> but, um, but there was one day that he was mad because he had left the latch open, but he thought that my cousin did it. But my little cousin and I, we were watching Winnie the Pooh all day. We were very little, right? We're like, no, we didn't do it. I mean, I almost, I know I almost peed my pants. I was so scared of him when he yelled, you know, and when he wasn't yelling, he was the sweetest, nicest guy in the world. And he didn't, he was not abusive. Don't get the wrong idea. He was a good guy. But his voice was so powerful <laughs> that it would make immediately everyone would tell him the truth, right? And uh, and he knew that. So it was like a lie detector, his voice. But I remember when he yelled and I was like, oh my God. And I thought, and I remember for years, I thought, what if he's yelling at them? What if he's hurting them? What? And, and it took me a while to realize he was just trying to get them to say the truth. And it had nothing to do with anything physical. I was the one being abused physically. So I projected my own crap onto my cousins thinking that's what was going on with them. And it wasn't, but, um, they, you know, except for the occasional spanking that they probably, I don't believe in that kind of treatment, but back in that day, back in the sixties and seventies, you know, everyone's parents spanked them, you know, from, you know, one, you know, every now and again, you know, it's just in, in case you got in trouble, you know, but you know, something serious, you know, like you play with a gun or you do, you know, if you get caught doing something that could have gotten you killed, then that's what we would get like the belt for or whatever. Right. Which I don't believe in any of that right now. And I never ever spanked my kids or hit them like that. But, um, but that was the, the, you know, the gist of it. But I remember projecting my crap on it. And that's what Ashtar is saying that at this time, in human history, this, these kinds of insights are coming for everyone on the planet. So my insight of, Oh, well, he didn't actually, he didn't actually abuse them. And and actually they were fine. They loved their dad very much. And he just died a number of years ago. And, and, and that sent shockwaves through the whole family because of how much we loved him. He was such a good guy, you know, talented carpenter. He worked for ABC studios in LA. Also, he was, you know, he worked in Hollywood, you know, and, and yet another one of my relatives that worked in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm like putting it together, like, damn, like almost all my family was in Hollywood at one point or another, or in the entertainment, you know, one way or the other, um, you know, or in the construction part of that, like my grandpa, he built 
many different parts of Disneyland back when I was very little. So <laughs> I, I was just around that, you know, cause you're in California. But, um, anyway, so he's showing me that people are gaining these kinds of insights. Like, Oh, I always falsely thought and accused this person in my mind of this, but it never happened. Right. And conversely, we're, you know, where we thought someone was good and they really truly weren't, we're now able to see it so clear with discernment. And he's showing me, um, we're now also seeing the reasoning in other people's minds for what actions they took that affected us. So when my uncle yelled, who did this, you know, and I got so scared, he didn't mean to scare me. He meant to get his kids to tell the truth. And they both stood up like, like stood at attention, like they're in the military, like they were going to have an inspection. It was really scary, but that's what he had trained them to do. So he could look them in the eye. And I remember during this, it confused me at the time. And now looking back, I'm like, ah, I get it. He winked at me when he, when he turned his face away from them and he kind of winked at me because he knew I didn't do anything because I wasn't even tall enough to have, you know, touched the cabinet. They were taller than me, even though I was the oldest because <laughs> I've always been so short, but, <laughs> but he kind of winked at me and, and I was like, I knew he would never do anything to me because he loved me, you know, and, but I, but he loved his own kids too. But this is what Sherhan is getting across that all of these motivations of other people throughout our lives, we're now going to start to see it from their perspective because of the new energies coming in. We're going to see it from their perspective. We're going to see the reality of what happened, good, bad, or weird, ugly, indifferent. We're going to know it all. We're going to get it and gather the information in new ways. And it's going to put a blanket of healing light over all of us. It's going to kind of tuck us into bed with a nice, neat, tidy bow where we can softly and safely slumber and feel uh, relaxed. And we're going to feel um, comforted and loved finally. Because it's these, these insights they're coming. He's saying it's a rapid fire insight. And as we get them and we gather them and we understand all the people in our lives, all the incidences and all the events, not from our four year old self, but from our adult self, looking back and seeing it through everyone else's eyes, we're now going to be able to forgive ourselves and all of the other people around us. And we're going to have a greater insight as to why. For those of you that need the why, and for those of you that just need the healing, it's on its way. He says, that's, that's our, this is our goal in being here for you to help you ascend. You have to know, you have to know all the information from a truth telling standpoint. And this is why we're here. I am Ashtar Sherhan of the Pleiadian Light Forces and the Galactic Federation of Light. And it has been such a pleasure to speak with you tonight. And that's it, guys. I will be back with all unique and original programming, just like always next week. <laughs> and that's it. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And good night.
or good day, good morning, wherever you are. Know that I always love you. Signing off with peace and joy of the fifth, well, and all the love of the fifth dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. Oh, wait. And the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. I knew I forgot something. (laughs) All right, there it is. I'm out. Peace. See you guys next week. guys i've been making episodes of metaphysical soul speak the podcast for a while now and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast well i have two solutions for this question number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the anchor app locate my channel and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly and you can stop anytime or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via zelle bank to bank or through paypal using my email mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com also located in the show description now with this option you aren't uh obligated monthly in any way and you're also not limited thank you all so much in advance for your support let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together guys thank you Hey guys, have you missed me? Have you missed hearing all of my wild and crazy stories? All the weird stuff that happens on the daily in my world? How are you going to find out all of this information, you ask? I'm on TikTok, guys. Yes, that's right. Go find me at Metaphysical Soul Speak to hear things about timeline hopping, glitch in the matrix, goo, ghosts that show up, and also knowledge raven spell news don't delay go check me out at metaphysical soul speak on tiktok today